Now it is. Now we're here. Welcome hey, to our Podcast. Woo-hoo. It's Chris and Spencer, or as Spencer likes to say, Spencer and Chris. Well, my name should come first. It okay. comes first in the alphabet that when I spell the alphabet. Do you spell the alphabet S A G B D? R T U V A V C D E F G. Yeah, no, the. The pattern of the song is a little different too. It's not. Is it Carly Rae Jepsen? Those weren't even letters. Oh, it still sounds too loud. Did you turn us up or something? No. Okay. And I still can't hear myself very well. I can. I can hear myself very loudly. What's wrong? What's? Is that mine? Yeah, I turned mine. You turn yourself down. It sounds so much better with yours off. Yeah, it does. Because it sounds like really fuzzy. Well, there's something going on. Yeah, there is something. Uh, that's it. What was it? We fixed it, y'all. Yeah. I turned your gain down a little bit. Okay, good. Because we were hearing a lot of like background fuzz and shit like that, and I didn't need that. And every single time I laughed, I was like, oh, I'm making myself... <laughs> 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 making my own ears like, ah! <laughs> I need to like actually pull up my entirety of my notes. Because I shut my computer down yesterday. That's not important. Um, I worked out a lot today, and I feel like death. So, did you make anything today? What do you mean make? Like, if you did you put anything into a pot and like make it? Shut the fuck up! Yes, I made a fucking pot roast, you little bitch. Now, <laughs> and tell it was me more delicious. about this pot roast. <clears throat> so basically. You mm-hmm. make the pot roast by putting it in a one pot, uh-huh. and then you put in Italian well, dressing. Oh my god, that's fucking weird. No, and then no, no, no. I don't even care up, anymore because it sounds it just water. It sounds terrible. Oh my god, and then you put in more garlic and uh, onion powder and uh, salt and pepper, and then the whole group. And then you ah uh, push it push off push the it counter. Yeah, but once you push it too far and then it falls off the counter, do you still eat it? Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> it's raw meat. What are you talking oh. about? Well, you push it after it's cooked, so then it spills and burns things. <laughs> and you just... Off the floor. Mmm. <laughs> <good>. Yum. <laughs> you know? Is I, that not how you make pot roast? Well, no. How do you make pot roast? You don't push it on the floor? No. 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 <laughs> The little cracks in your phone. No. Uh, Since I've gotten my Dutch oven, I would prefer to make it in the oven Mm -hmm. than on the stovetop. The heat's more even. Oh, so it roasts it? It is a pot roast. Mm -hmm. I was trying to think of like what other vegetables would be good in there, you know? Leeks. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, We were at the grocery store the other day, and this woman was buying on Dives, and she was like, it's an endive. Uh, it's an endive. I call them endives. They're on Dives. It's a Belgian thing. Well, I don't use them ever. <laughs> well, she was like trying to, the guy at the register was like, I don't know. She was like, it's an endive. <laughs> she is a, a Karen. An endive. So she mm-hmm. was like, mm, um, I know. And I and was really at the like, back of the line. I was like, Dives. it's a fucking on Dives. You <laughs> shut up, Bethany. <laughs> like, you don't you, know what you're talking about. You can't act higher and mighty than him if you're not even saying the thing right. I love whenever there's like people at H E B that are like looking at whatever fruit or vegetable you got and they're like, What is this? 
<laughs> Straight up just like don't even know. Like there was one girl because I bought pars- fresh parsley and fresh uh, cilantro. And, and let me like, tell you, the number these times, are the same thing. Yeah, the number of times <laughs> that I have bought fresh cilantro or fresh fresh parsley instead of fresh cilantro on accident, just because like I'll I look at the tags, but sometimes they don't put them in the right spot. Or some people will grab the parsley thinking that it's yes. cilantro and put that in the cilantro. So then I just grab it and go. Uh, it's too many times to count. And it's a sad, sad thing. Uh, because when you get home and you have parsley instead of cilantro, that's not great. Yep. And also, s- parsley is more expensive than cilantro. Because cilantro is like, what, 30 cents for a little bundle? And mm-hmm. parsley is more than that? I don't know. It's not that much. Buying more, but... spices makes me angry because cilantro is 30 cents for a, a bunch. And I'm like, Let me, can I have a sprig of basil, please? And they're like... Two dollars. <laughs> you want basil? Sorry. Oh fuck! I keep forgetting to bring up your basil plants. There's bring some... them to my new, new house. house. Yeah! <laughs> How exciting! <laughs> yes, it's nineteen oh three, Blackberry Street. Blackberry Street. I love that. Columbus, Ohio. Send us plenty of mail, fan mail, uh, threats. Do one of those things like where oh you. Oh my cut... god, I would love to have one of those magazine cutouts. Yes, kind that's of what I, the notes. ones that you. That's oh, what yeah. I was gonna say. The ones that you cut out and like, <laughs> I we're coming it. to get you or something. I'd be like, <laughs> be like. We stole your dog. I'd be like, you can have him. I have the best thing now. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Wait until the morning when you got to take him out. Am I right? He's going to bite your hand off. Well, speaking of scary stories, I do have one that while I was researching this, I was like, ooh, I should tell this one just to freak the fuck out of Thomas. <laughs> because it was it's a, a house. Invader? It was, no, it was a house that was built in the 1920s or 1930s that didn't originally have insulation. So the homeowners at the time used... Um, Animal carcasses <laughs> to insulate oh, the home. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so I was going to research it and I was like, no. <laughs> but then I told you guys anyways. <laughs> LOL. Whoops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting death glares. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, that, I thought that was uh, uh, funny. And it was apparently like, like witchcraft or they said it wasn't witchcraft. It was like an... What happened? Nothing. I'm just pushing my oh. back. An old, like, uh, Dutch, like, religion or some sort of thing like that. Have you ever that? seen Midsommar? No. Oh, my God. You know, I don't that like scary movies. It's not even scary. It's just fucking weird. Yeah. You see a There's dick? a dick in it. Oh, then maybe. Is it cut off dick? No. Oh. It's attached. But Briefly there's a lot or of... the entire time? The entire time. Okay. No. This man is, like, forced to have sex with these Norwegian women. And there's, like six or seven Norwegian women in a row behind the woman that he has to have sex with who's laying on the floor and they're naked and they're like oh they're like singing that's kind of like this religion thing uh they called it a powwow literally it was called a powwow like and it's supposed to be like powwow right not pussy yeah it's supposed to be like animal sacrifices that like bring forth like um positivity and like Children. energy and like fertility Children. and stuff like that so it was supposed to be like a protect protective thing in the house and that's why they put the bodies in the wall which i thought was i think i just saw a uh, reflection out of this thing over there of a shirtless man running and i got distracted what were we talking about <laughs> um animal carcasses oh, yeah, in the yeah. wall animal carcasses yeah it's uh-huh. uh, freaky yeah so um just any type. And how long do they have to be I didn't research it. Because that would be smelly. 
Well, they were in there since the 1930s. Yeah, but when they were put in there, oh yeah, they I'm would sure also be smelly. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was smelled like garbage. But I mean, the animals had been in there for like 90 years at the point. I'm pretty certain they were. Um... So, but when they went in the wall, do you think that it smelled like your pot? <laughs> <laughs> Will you leave my pot roast alone, <laughs> you little twat? <laughs> No, because my pot roast smelled delicious. And the entire day, I was like, mm, I can't wait mm, to eat this it. This pot roast. And then I get a text from Spencer that's like, hey, can we move things up to 6.30? I'm like, fuck! <laughs> had to eat all my pot roast. All of it? I ate the entire thing. Wow. Ate, I don't even know how many pounds. <laughs> I ate four pounds of meat. Four pounds of fucking beef. Just chomped it down. Blomp, blomp, blomp. Yeah. No, I also had to spend time separating it out into like little things. I'm like, okay, portion sizes. You know? Oh, you do that. And yeah. then you put them in the fridge? Yeah. Well, I didn't put them in the fridge because I was letting them cool off a little bit. And Savannah's coming home later, so I didn't want her food to like get cold and have to rewarm it and stuff like that. So I told her to put it in the fridge when she gets home. Thomas is crazy about not letting food sit out. Why? He thinks that if it sits out for like 15 minutes, it's going to get salmonella like immediately. The rules at H-E-B were six, six hours. Yeah. He's like, hot food, put it right in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like ice crystals? Well, so supposedly that's not supposed to be a thing, but... Because, you know, the, back in the day, my mom used to be like, you'll ruin your fridge or freezer if you put hot food in it. But that... You won't ruin your fridge, but it heats the fridge up and everything else <laughs> heats up in there. It's quite warm around it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, no. No. Uh, well, my pot roast is delicious, and you can shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> let me you're a bitch, this. and nobody likes you, okay? Okay, let me okay. tell you about a fridge okay. that I saw today. Okay. Oh so it's a fridge. Oh wow! French doors on top, so all of your condiments and fruits and vegetables and things and drinks, like clips. up, up. Yeah, like the top. Okay. Go down a level. Small drawer. Pull it out. Doubles and these as are a freezer. Individual things. Yes. No, the top is is one big compartment. There's three. Well, compartments. no, no. Uh, That's what I mean. Like. Like three different doors. Like if I'm looking at the fridge, I'm like seeing. Okay, I've got the doors. There's four here. handles. Yes. Yeah. Two up top, one <clears> on bottom, and then the freezer on the very bottom. This middle drawer. Let me tell you about this middle drawer. Okay. So then, what else? Where do you put all the other fridge stuff? What do you mean fridge stuff? Your food. In the fridge. What are you talking about? Where you said condiments up top, this drawer, and then freezer. No condiments or whatever you want to put in there, fruits, vegetables, things like that. Oh. But this this drawer that's between the actual fridge and freezer, both. How you can set both? it to a freezer or you can set it to a fridge. Oh. So well, technically, you can set your fridge to a freezer too if you set set it below freezing. Oh well, yeah, but it doesn't get as cold as the freezer does. No. But I'm thinking that drawer in the middle. Veggie drawer. No. Fruit drawer. <laughs> Yes, all of those things, but what I'm mostly thinking about it for is making uh, sweet treats or chocolates or candies or cakes or things. Because you put it in there, set it to freezer. So you're going to have to keep it empty. No. It's a flex zone is what it's... Shut up. <laughs> Talk about your fucking pot roast. <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> what it, how can... Okay, never mind. Don't Doesn't talk matter. to me. You know what I do want to talk about? What? Uh, let me say this real fast. Hey, Spencer. Hey, girl. Let me ask you a question. What? Does 2020 have you feeling spoopy? Um, it, uh, it, does. It, it does. does. it does. Yes, it does. Well, are our listeners feeling, uh, are our listeners feeling anxious lately, especially when we start to witch cackle? Yeah! 
<laughs> well, did you know that your dog can pick up on those feelings? Don't worry, our sponsor, Baked Bones, is here to help. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pet. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15 Spoopy 15 <laughs> to get 15% off of your delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram baked bones or the website at bakedbones.com to find out more information and reviews on how they have been helping out other dogs too. Baked bones. Wow. I love that. You know what else? I want to talk a little bit more, a little bit more about some dogs. Uh-huh. Um, Please tell me. I love dogs. So yeah, I love dogs, but you know what I don't like is when dogs get a little scraggly Aww. when they when they're like little like little mops. Little. <laughs> so um, I really like it when they have a nice, you know, clean trim mm-hmm. and a nice bath. So. Mm-hmm. Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Of course. Packing up Fido in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Woo! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, very important, whitening treatments, hair styling, dead sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience, all in the comfort of your driveway. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices! Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Woo, Aussie Pet Mobile. Woof. Woof. Also woof. <laughs> yeah, we no, got to no, Woof. No. We're going to go with woof on that one. Yes, absolutely. Well, today has just been an exciting day all around for everyone, hasn't it? It's just it been has. a good day, lots of good vibes, good energies. You want to bring that down? With Let's take it stuff? down a couple of notches. Uh, who went first last week? I don't remember. Uh, I think it was you. Okay. So then you go first. Yes. So <clears throat> I'm going to talk about a missing person. Oh my God, I actually am too, kind of, but not really. We found it. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, so um, have you ever heard of Cindy Song? Mm, oh my god, no. Cindy Song. Cindy Song. It's a song about a girl named Cindy. No, mm-hmm. it's a person. Mm-hmm. So, Hyun Jung Cindy Song was born in Korea, South Korea, in February of 1980. In 1995, she moved to Virginia to live with her aunt and uncle and to attend high school. After graduating, she went on to attend Pennsylvania State University. Woo woo! Fast forward to Halloween 2001. I remember that. Yeah, me too. What was I dressed as? Uh, a witch. No, I was probably Dice. dressed as... A box. 2001 was fourth grade. That was when I went as a spider. You remember? I had mm-hmm. no idea what I was in the fifth grade. But that was when we were allowed to still wear Halloween costumes at school. Oh, we were never allowed to do that. Bitch, why? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. I didn't live in the middle of nowhere. Well, we middle of nowhere, you'd think that Christian people were like, rah, 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 no. no, in the 80s, then they would have been like, no. Uh, that's true. The school shootings hadn't uh, transferred over there yet. Yeah. 
in Houston, they were like, <laughs> no, that's not a fake gun. <laughs> oh. Kill him. Why are we laughing? That's not funny. Uh, you're the one that's laughing. Oh, yeah, I'm a shitty person. Um, so Cindy is a senior at Penn State University. She went to a costume party at Players Nightclub with her two friends, Stacy Pike, Pake, P-A-I-K, Pake, Pake, and Lisa Kim. She dressed as a Playboy bunny. Quote, she had on bunny ears, a pink t-shirt with a bunny logo, and a white tennis skirt with a tail attached, sheer stockings, and brown suede knee-high boots, and a, a red hooded parka. So every woman so from 2001. Yeah. Or honestly, anyone in a Halloween costume. The only thing she wore was ears, and she put some cotton on her butt. Woo! I'm a mouse. <laughs> duh. I'm a sexy bunny. Um... The oh three my God, state. Why'd she dress so scary? <laughs> it's for Mean Girls as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did she say? Um, I'm a. I was I'm, stood up at the altar. What? Something like that. What did she say? Uh, I'm um, an ex Frankenstein's ex-wife. Really? Yeah. Well, I was like. Whatever. <laughs> um. <sighs> blue, 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 blue. The three stayed at the club until 2 a.m. And they left to go to a friend's house to play video games. What a normal thing to do. (laughs) In all seriousness. 21 years old. Stay out until 2 and then go to an after party. Yep. That's not crazy to me. 4 a.m. They dropped her off at home. There you go. Yeah, get home at 4. Yeah. I've been home later from a party. (laughs) I've been home at 9 a.m. the next day. I haven't made it through, through to sunrise yet at a party. Yet. I'm hoping that that doesn't ever happen. Hey, housewarming. I'm getting older and older, and I just can't anymore. <laughs> These youths. Those youths. <laughs> Those youths. <laughs> Nowadays, my idea of partying is like, let's go happy hour at 6 o'clock and then be in bed by 11 at the latest. <laughs> because <laughs> I have no, I don't want to do anything else, please. On a Friday night. Like, no. everyone else is like getting out all the little twinks. Like, well, party. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> I don't even know what that's like anymore. <laughs> I, I get through JR's happy so hour. That's Yeah, I know. They get their JR's happy hour that ends at 10, and I'm like, time for bed. <laughs> Girl, I'm home at 8.30. Yeah, I know. I know that. I'm time just, for bed. Just, Spencer, just, you got here an hour ago. So I just it's can't. too much. You had two shots and a gin and tonic. I'm sleeping. <laughs> uh, I was over there, and then the people were saying, you want to something? fan. <laughs> and then I danced for a little bit, and now I'm tired, so now, I'm going to home. Now I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, Why is this so true? <laughs> no, I at least made no. it until nine. Okay, I'll allow that. <laughs> that's that's for brunch though. That's not for when you go out for happy hour. Yes, brunch happy hour. I'm out later. Brunch yeah, yeah, is like pff, yeah seven. Because we start drinking at noon. Well, n- well, depending on when we get to brunch is normally two or three thirty. <laughs> five two o'clock. Or three. <laughs> five o'clock. We're showing up. Where's the mimosas at, <laughs> sir? We closed brunch three hours ago. Okay. <laughs> Sir, we're on the dinner menu now. <laughs> I woke up three hours ago. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll take mac and cheese then. And a mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any uh, alcoholic beverage that involves champagne and orange juice? Just bu- just weird. One man's <laughs> We don't have any shampoo. Uh, shampoo. <laughs> Champagne. Okay. Vodka will work. <laughs> I'm okay with vodka. <laughs> Mostly and vodka. Just and a vodka splash and of orange juice. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she gets home at four. Uh, her friend Stacy didn't stay long enough to see her make it into her apartment. See, I don't, I don't do that. 
I make sure that I wait and I'm like, okay, until my friend is like out of sight, then I'm like, okay, well, whatever happens on this, not my fault. <laughs> well, even still, I'd been like, it's 4 a.m., girl. Can I walk crash you... here for like an hour? Yeah, something like that. Wake up. You're in the morning, college like, students. Yeah, you're seniors in and college. And also, if she was out partying with her, why was she driving? Apparently, they weren't drinking very much. I don't believe that. Me neither. <laughs> but that's what they say. I'm like 21. You like did coke. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're awake, bitch. Because you snorted coke off the the bathroom as... You had 14 Jaeger bombs. Yeah. (laughs) Just snort coke off the back of the toilet. (laughs) And then you wake up the next day and you're like, let's go to church. Let's go to church. Everything is fine. I am am found. I'm 100% completely coherent right now. (laughs) Whereas your boy would be like, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. (laughs) 7 (laughs) a.m. 7 a.m. Oh. No. I don't even know what that hour is anymore. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she made it to her apartment, apparently, but she was never seen from again. Okay. Was someone in her apartment? Later that day, Cindy's roommate, who returned from visiting her family in Philadelphia, noted that the apartment was locked and nothing in, out of the ordinary appeared. But Cindy wasn't home. Her friends began be, uh, began to became became become more and more concerned about not hearing from Cindy. They reported her missing on November fourth, two thousand and one. So three days three later. Three days after anyone had any I would contact hope that with her. Any of my friends would actually know. Oh, me and Savannah talked about this actually coincidentally last night. Because what were we talking about? We were talking about something that like. Oh, because there's someone that I know that's missing from Houston. That they talked about. Um, oh. they, the parents talked to them on. Tuesday morning, and then they reported them missing on Wednesday. I'm like, like their mom and dad. I'm like, um, my mom wouldn't know that I was missing for like weeks unless someone told. Her. <laughs> uh, my mom would report me missing the next day. <laughs> yeah, so like Spencer didn't call me twice today. Where's he at? <laughs> okay. Is there a lie going on in here? Uh, does, has anyone felt the lie? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> She would call in two hours. Yeah. I think the only person that would wonder where I was where I was would be Savannah since I'm living with her. She'd probably text me and be like, why aren't you home to get me food or something like that? And then No, she'd look I, at her phone and be like, location services, where's Chris? Or if it's turned off, she'd be like, call he's the cops. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> call the cops, he's dead. That is... Oh, cheers. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Two days later, investigators searched her apartment. Mm-hmm. It is believed that she did enter her apartment, but left shortly after, since she locked the door after herself, and it seemed that she had left voluntarily. Her fake eyelashes. What? She had a dick appointment. I don't think they had those in 2001. I think if you didn't find somebody by the time you went home, you were like, out of luck. No more. He says no. Go to bathhouse. (laughs) A woman? Glory holes. (laughs) <laughs> hey, you up. Oh, no. It would be letter R, letter U, R and then up. R, U, up. <laughs> Question mark. Winky face. Semicolon, no. sm- uh, parentheses. Yeah, semicolon. Uh, parentheses. No, what do I want? Like that bracket that's like this. Oh, God. Like a cat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like a kitty. <laughs> uh, so That's like a cat with a beak. <laughs> no, it's a cat that's going like this. 
Um, so her fake eyelashes that she wore that night were on the bathroom counter. So she had gotten inside, taken her eyelashes off, and then like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting like every single fucking sentence. I'm yeah, two paragraphs. I'm curious. Uh, her backpack and her phone were found. Mm. The only thing that seemed to be missing was her purse, which contained her driver's license, keys, and credit cards. And her. And her. Yes. <laughs> Two, it was noted very heavily that two Britney Spears concerts tickets were still in the apartment. So if someone came it's in, two thousand one, they would they steal would take those. those Britney Spears concerts. <laughs> those tickets. would be taken. <laughs> that would be like having VIP tickets to see Gaga right now. No, ma'am, those uh, would not uh, be sitting on that counter. I would tape them to my forehead. <laughs> Don't take these. <laughs> You're gonna have to fucking kill me for <laughs> pry them off my fucking body. Ooh, we can't say that. Oh. We don't know, actually. <laughs> um, down the road from her apartment was a 24-hour convenience store that she would walk to often. There was one time that I was reading, and the word often came up, and the F and the T kind of separate in my word processor. Have you seen that? Often? Yeah. So it always looks like of 10. Of 10. In your word <laughs> processor, you mean your brain? No, on the screen. Oh. <laughs> Did they split them up? Yeah, I called this one the word processor. <laughs> it's like my word processor. What the fuck? Who calls her brain? <laughs> <laughs> she would walk to the <laughs> convenience store that she would off of 10 walk to. Of 10 walk to. Uh, she was known to do so at odd hours. Maybe she had made a trip there thinking she would go right home. Yeah. Well, uh, it's also four o'clock in the morning. She'd probably be like, let me go get some Pedialyte for when I wake up in the morning and I'm hungover from cocaine. I'm like... I'm going to get 14 packs of ramen and make the most ramen that's ever been. And a Red Bull and fall right to sleep. Yep. <laughs> hey, I still do that. I know you do. It's 10 o'clock at night and like, oh, I'm just going to have a bedtime Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a relaxed Red Bull. Sleepy time Red Bull. Falls right to sleep. Um, So when investigators got her phone records, they learned that there were no calls made or received after she was dropped off at her house. None of her emails seemed alarming either. There were no activities on any of her credit cards. Mm -hmm. After reading her diary, investigators began to believe that drugs may have been involved. Is this completely plain? Yeah. Okay. Um, This was weird from my angle. Sorry. Well, it is. You know what, (laughs) Brooklyn? Yes. Yes. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, it's stupid. After reading her diary, they thought that she, in it she writes about experimenting with ecstasy and marijuana. On that night? In general. Oh. Mm-hmm. So then she was experimenting with ecstasy and marijuana or whatever else she might have she like, jumped into. They were like, hey, we got this thing called acid. You want to try it? Sure. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> How do I snort it? <laughs> Oh, you don't do that. Oh, I, L- I'm going to try it. <laughs> I found this little uh, stamp in my dad's sock closet and <laughs> licked it. <laughs> and now I'm feeling really weird. I watched this TikTok of this guy showing his mom poppers and he said it was essential oils. Oh, and she no. smelled it. <laughs> and so she was like, whoa. And she was like, what is that? <laughs> and she was just like, I don't feel good. <laughs> Because it goes right to your head. And then she's like, let me see. And she's holding it again. And she's like, what is that? (laughs) See, I've never used poppers in the actual use of, like, for sexual activity. I've only ever smelled them just because people were like, smell this popper. And I'm like, okay. And smell it just for fun. And every single time it's like, 
and then it goes away. <laughs> I've never smelled a popper. They're entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you like that much of a high. Like after a minute, you're like, mm, I'm done. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there goes thirty brain cells. Don't need those. Don't ones. need those ever. Let me again. Do it again. <laughs> uh, Gaze. <laughs> Gays trying to drive. <laughs> um, what? Nothing. <laughs> what is happening? I thought he was making a face. It's like it's like that the Spider Man meme where it's like a Spider Man putting his butt, and all three of us just like what? <laughs> Lol. Uh, so her friends came to her defense and said that those were just normal college experiences. Oh, Lord. Investigators also took a lick, lick into took Cindy's... a lick. A lick. <laughs> She's missing. You can't do it. Um, also, you shouldn't. You should not. They took a look into Cindy's mental state. A month prior to her disappearance, she went through a pretty rough breakup with her boyfriend that she had been living with. Her family thought maybe she took her own life or ran off because of the heartache, but her friends again disagreed. They said that she had started therapy and was taking medication to keep herself uh, mentally safe or sound. Her, frown, her friends st stressed that Cindy was not the type of person to take off without any, letting anyone know where she was. The only sighting of Cindy was a few days after she reported, was reported missing over 200 miles away in Chinatown. A woman called in a tip. Wait, a what in Chinatown? A, a sighting. Oh, okay. A woman called in a tip that a woman matching Cindy's description was in a vehicle and she was passing by. Excuse me. I tooted, sorry. Uh, the woman appeared to be crying and yelling for help. She said a man suddenly told, uh, uh, told her to get lost. Police were skeptical, skeptical of the uh, sighting since the witness ended up changing her story multiple times. So we can so talk So it was one of those fake ones. Well, not fake ones, but it's one of those sightings where it's like a... Was this they heard about that? it and they're like, Wah! Yeah, I saw her last Tuesday yeah, at the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, uh, so let me tell you about the only lead the only, only one, only one lead in June of 2003. A man named Paul Weekly was facing a felony burglary, burglary charge and decided to tell a shocking police story. Uh, Paul, who was a career criminal, told the police that Hugo Selensky and Michael Karowski. Kurkowski abducted a woman who they thought was a prostitute from the state college where she was walking. Wait, wasn't Kurkowski a name of someone that we just researched or you just researched? No. No. Oh. My name is Kremers. No, not not last week, the week before. What? Oh, Kurkowski, yeah. Jane yeah. Kurkowski. You're right. Um, this is Kurkowski. Okay, sorry. Uh, he said then they took her to Hugo's house in Hunlock Creek, where they kept her in a walk-in safe. Over the next few days, they assaulted the woman, and they, quote, had their way with her while leaving her to die when they were finished. The women described matched Cindy's description. Hugo Selensky uh, was the suspected serial killer. Michael had wanted a fugitive since uh, had been a wanted fugitive fugitive since May of 2002 after he was convicted of several felonies for running an illegal drug ring out of his pharmacy. He went missing with his girlfriend Tammy Fassett while awaiting sentencing. But Paul claimed that Hugo had actually killed Michael. Supposedly Michael had kept Cindy's bunny ears as a trophy and Hugo didn't like that. So, so of the, the two killers, one of the killers killed or one of the two abductors, one of them killed the other but was this confirmed no oh okay because like this sounds just like a lot of like 
oh, let's just blame it on the serial killer. Yeah. Because he was killing other people at the time. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to another white claw. You want one? Oh, that'd be lovely. Perfect. Oh, God, so Paul so told... Paul told investigators that Hugo was actually responsible for the death of at least 16 people. He then led investigators to Selensky's property where five bodies were located. And uh, two of the bodies that were found on the property belonged to Michael and Tammy, his girlfriend. <gasps> That'd be lovely. Uh, oh, thank you, uh, girl. Um, me being nice and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kind of. <laughs> uh, two bone fragments belonging to drug dealers Frank James and Adie Kyler were found in a burn pit, along with a third person who was never identified. After digging on the property, a total of 12 bodies had been discovered. None of the remains on Hugo's property matched Cindy, but that's probably because Cindy. he had moved on to this property a few months after she had went missing. Investigators have been not been able to connect him to her disappearance, but he has not been ruled out as a suspect. Since Michael is dead, they were never able to confirm Paul's story. A search of Paul's computer revealed that he had downloaded multiple articles about Cindy's disappearance, leading police to believe that he and May had been studying the details in order to provide false evidence in exchange for a lesser sentence. That's what it sounds like to me. He was or all... he did do it and was just trying to follow the story and see if they were getting close to him. Mm -hmm. That could also be a possibility. It could be. Uh, he was already serving a life sentence and looking at the death penalty. Maybe he was a killer, or maybe he was framing Hugo, since a large amount of dead bodies were already on the guy's land, and mm. they didn't, he didn't know if they would be able to identify them. Paul and Hugo are both serving life sentences on unrelated murders. Uh, the sighting in Philadelphia is hard to prove, and everyone close to Cindy at the time of her disappearance has been ruled out as suspects, and none of her friends believe that she could have taken her own life or that she ran away. So, what happened to Cindy? Also, I'm going to say... Uh, well, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Anyways, what happened to her? I don't know. Me neither. Oh. Nobody knows. Are, are we supposed to guess wildly? There's really no guessing. I think that she got abducted on the way to the convenience store. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think she was abducted on her way out. She obviously let herself out of the house. But didn't she say that she didn't take her wallet? No, she took her purse. And she had her wallet. Mm -hmm. And she locked the door. Yes. When she left. Yeah. So it wasn't anything that happened in her house. It was she was. I think she was walking to the convenience store because I'm sure. I think that she was drunk, uh, and I'm sure the person who was driving was like, "I'm not drunk. I'm just drive us home. It's fine." And she's like, "Oh, we didn't drink that much." No, I think she was drunk, and I think she was like, "I need a little snack or something." She wanted to go to the convenience store and go pick something up, and was someone saw that she was probably staggering on her way there and was like, "Easy target. Yep. Take take a abduct someone." Yep. There's no lead, so it has to have been somebody who was doing it for the first time, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or, um, yeah, that's really the only explanation for me. Yeah. So if you have any information about Cindy Song, contact the uh, Pennsylvania State Police. That was 19 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Damn. Poor she was thing. 21. So she could still be, she's 40 She'd now. Be 40 now. Yeah. She could still be around. Thomas, tell us about 2001. Long time ago. There was a oh. terrorist attack. Ooh. There was a terrorist attack, right? And that's what I was thinking whenever you said October. I'm like, this is only a month after. <laughs> I'm doing the world trades. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope. We, as some of our listeners may have noticed, we won't do... Uh, terrorist attacks. We don't do terrorist attacks and we don't do mass killings. <laughs> because there is no... Uh, 
Well, do you consider cults like masculines? No. We do not do um, like gun attacks, like yeah. mass gun. Seri- what do they call them? Mass shooters? Mass, mass yeah, shooters. mass shooters. Yeah. Because um, people While those seem- are spoopy, that is not something that we need to advertise. Yeah, we don't. People find glory in that, and that's not something that I ever want to give anyone. Exactly. Um, yes. Well, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. And the fact that, like, this, the missing person stories are always super spoopy to me. Because it's just, like, that shit could happen to literally anyone. And, like, Anybody. the number of times that I'm, like, walking to an Uber or, you know, somewhere else in just the middle plastered. of the night. Just Yeah. <laughs> just going or, like, walking from one bar to another or anything like that. Back in the day when I used to walk to Savannah's house that was, like, six blocks down the road in Montrose. It's like... Montrose is still a relatively safe area, but like you never know when some, you, it doesn't matter if you're in a safe area or a not safe area that has a lot of crime or not. Like you are just, you never know what's going to happen to you. And the fact that anything, just, just the snap of the fingers, something could happen to you and someone can come pick you up and you're gone. Like yep. <laughs> the thing is crazy to me and it's scary. Always pay attention to your surroundings. And But I mean, if you're drunk, <laughs> it, that's not necessarily like the easiest thing to do. You ready? Yeah, do it. I do have to say there was one of the scariest stories that I realized, like, that was the stupidest thing for me ever, was going to Rich's with one of my, a group of friends, um, and then I got drunk and walked out of the bar with another, with someone from that group, and then he ended up walking to his home, so I was like, oh, I'm going to walk back to my car, and then walked from Rich's to where it was parked in Montrose. So Rich's and Montrose are not close to each other. And it took me like an hour to walk there. And by that point, I'm like, okay, I'm sober. Let's go home. <laughs> but my phone was on 7% and it was about to die. Because normally, like, my phone gets to 10% and it's like, <laughs> deuce. Bye, I'm out. That was back in 2016. Oh, what a time. When oh. I first moved to Houston, I was like, I want friends so bad. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, crazy times. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. What a time. Anyways, so you want to talk about my spoopy thing? No, we're done. Okay. Well, I am going to talk about another uh, immigrant family as well. Uh, I'm going to talk about the disappearance of Elisa Lamb. Um, uh, what? I have, haven't I done Elisa Lamb? Have you? I have done Elisa Lamb. Well, I researched the entire thing of her. <laughs> so that's all I've got. Wait, did you really? I don't think you did. I've done Elisa Lamb. No, you didn't. Yeah, when? Early on. I don't remember that. She's a, a uh, exchange, or she lived in uh, Vancouver, and she came to America and stayed in a hotel, and then. <gasps> yeah, that's what I researched. <laughs> well, I don't believe tell that the story you did anyway. that. <laughs> you didn't do it. I did it. So maybe you have. I did. I say I. I don't believe that you did that. Oh did no, you do I it? definitely did that. When? I definitely Wait, did. I'm going to look it up because now, well, I guess I wouldn't really know. You can't tell. Well, sometimes you can. No. When would you have done that? Early on. What That's one of my favorite. This on? is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Because it's kind of crazy. Mm. I don't ever remember you talking about her. And this story never like rang any bells for me either. So I was like, what the fuck? Let me see you were listening to me. That's probably true. Uh, Candyman. When is he going to shut up so I can talk? Yeah, basically. 
Urban Legends, Robert the Doll. I feel like it's like around 17, 19, something like 17 that. 17 to 19. Tony from Montana, but that doesn't tell us what you what we talked about. Uh, John Benet Ramsey, hometown, hometown legends. Back the podcast to talk about hometown true crime. Whatever, tell the story anyway. I'm gonna tell it anyways. I just don't think that you did. It. I did. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, do you not name your episodes with like the name of what you did? I did, but all of my stuff. Oh yeah, got you're right. Okay, well I'm gonna talk about the disappearance of Elisa Lay. <laughs> <gasps> so if you're listening to our podcast and we've already heard it before, then we have. You're in for a twofer. <laughs> but see, I even re-listened to all of our episodes again, and I still don't remember you ever talking about it. I did. Mm. I don't. I don't know. Uh, well, anyways, Elisa Lam was a daughter of two immigrants from uh, Hong Kong who moved to Vancouver, Canada, and opened a restaurant. Okay. Well, no, you have to sing "Oh Canada" because you said Canada. No. Uh, oh <laughs> Canada, and we're gonna watch Canada's Drag Race later. This is so Canadian. Oh my God, this is, entire thing is so Canadian. Oh my God. Um, well, Elisa was born on April 30th of 1991 and was a Canadian student at the University of British Columbia. Um, in 2013, for the spring semester, she did not enroll and said decided to take a solo trip down the West Coast and to California. Uh, she traveled by Amtrak and the intercity buses. Uh, during her travels, she was active on social media, posting photos in San Diego at the zoo and also photos of herself on her blog and other social media. Um, on January 26th, she arrived in Los Angeles. After two days, she checked into the Cecil Hotel near downtown Los Angeles. Initially, Lamb was assigned to a share, shared hotel room on the fifth floor, but her roommates complained about what was later described as certain odd behavior, and Lamb was reassigned to her own hotel room after two days. Um, kind of related, but not really related, the Cecil Hotel originally was built in the 1920s as a prominent biz business hotel. Uh, but never regained its original um, market to bring business people to downtown L.A. After the Great Depression. Um, what? They had murders there. There are also murders. Several of L.A.'s most no notable murders have happened at or have connections to the Cecil Hotel, such as in 1964, Goldie Osgood, the pigeon lady of Pershing Square, was raped and murdered in her room at the Cecil Hotel, a crime that has never been solved. Um, serial killers Jack Unterweger and Richard Mar uh, Ramirez, Lord, uh, both resided at the Cecil Hotel while active. Um, there have also been suicides, one of which killed a pedestrian in a hotel in the front of the hotel. How does what I don't? How does a suicide kill another person? Do Two you people jump standing out? in a row and just oh. gunshot to the head? Maybe, or like they jumped and landed on another person. <gasps> oh. I don't know. I'm just yes. thinking here. Uh, well, Lamb had previously Wait. Been... I have a story about this. Oh, boy. Supposedly, but has been proven untrue, but I'm still going to tell it anyway. It's a rumor mm -hmm. that the Black Dahlia had her last drink at the Cecil Hotel. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. And I've done the Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia. Mm. So is that like one of the last sightings of the Black Dahlia? Yes. Well, it's a rumor. Yeah. It's not been proven true, but not been proven false it's just a room that's like well, they're like people were murdered there maybe she was maybe she was too. that was in the 40s right yeah in the 40s yeah, Let me tell you 40s, about it. yeah. Right. yeah. she's going there for hollywood just going to hang out in hollywood you know uh. oh well lamb had previously been diagnosed with uh bipolar disorder and depression and was on four medications for it her family had supposedly kept it uh, kept her mental illness as a secret, but did mention that she had never had any su suicidal thoughts or attempts. But, girl, at the same time, um, 
that's not necessarily something that people just like publicize. Yeah. So like, just because you didn't, she didn't tell mom and dad like, hey, I'm having suicidal thoughts, doesn't mean that she didn't, didn't. have them. Um, Honestly, that's the last person you. Those I, are the last people you would tell. Yeah, especially from what I understand, like Asian culture, mental illness is not like you don't. It's a taboo topic. You don't yeah. really talk about that. Well, I think most. I think just now in the recent years, recent twenty first century, twenty mm-hmm. second century. Is this the twenty second century? No, twenty first century. Twenty first. <laughs> yep. 22nd century would be 2100. Let's go there. Let's, please, away from this. Let's just time travel. Like, let's get in. <laughs> We're going. I watched uh, this a Comedy Central skit where this, this guy was, like, watching TV, and he was like, uh, uh, white people will no longer be the majority in 2045. Yes. And so he's watching, and he's like, I'm going to go there. And then it's, like, a time travel sequence, and he's in 2045, and he's like, he goes outside and he's like, <gasps> he's a, like a black neighbor and like there's a woman wearing a, a hijab walking down the street. And he's like, excuse me, miss, what year is it? She's like, well, don't you know? It's 2045. And I'm sure they all start dancing. <laughs> and they all start singing and dancing. <laughs> and they're like, blah, blah, blah. and then when Manhattan fell in the ocean. <laughs> and he's like, what What was that last part? And they were like, yeah, when Manhattan fell in the ocean. That, it's it's gone now. It's sinking. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> Let's just get crazy with it, you know? Um, yeah. So I would love to go to a time when white people are not a majority. Just, that just sounds like pure bliss. Stop doing that. I'm just touching my titties. It's not weird. Uh, <laughs> let me get a dictionary for you of the definition of weird. Weird. Um, weird. Abnormal. That's not abnormal. Let me get the definition of abnormal. Not normal. Not normal. That's normal for me. Well, <laughs> seems we're in a bit of a catch-22 here. <laughs> Gross. Her family had... Sub- oh, no, I would say that. Uh, but there was one report that she had previously gone missing for a brief period of time. Um, there was no follow-up to that. <laughs> Any, I looked in several different websites, and I'm like, that's it. Yep. <laughs> she went missing once. <laughs> cool. Um... Well, then further evidence came from a blog on Blogspot that she had made in in mid-2010. You remember Blogspot? No. Oh, my God. It's like that big orange bee. Yeah. I started, like, a blog back then whenever I was, like, first writing my books. And I'm like, I'm going to talk about, like, my adventures and, like, my pains of writing as as an author and, like, writing a book and blah, blah, blah. I just chose Blogspot over LiveJournal. I never knew what that was, so yeah. (gasps) So I was like, I'm going to write it. I think I wrote like three blogs. I'm like, oh my God, that was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about me. I'm going to talk about somebody else. Yeah. And now I only talk about me. So it's so yeah. weird. And I have a podcast with you. No, you're like, so. I want to talk about me. I don't want to write about me. <laughs> I want to talk nonstop about me, but sitting down and be like, let's talk about me. Oh, boring. Oh my God. <laughs> Another 12 hours of Animal Crossing? Yes, please. Uh, please. <coughs> Shut the fuck up. Um... But, oh, further evidence. Oh, I wrote that. God dang. What is happening to me? God dang. God dang. Dang old boom <laughs> Dang old word processor. Uh, oh, yeah. Mid-2010, where she would post photos of women's fashion items, models, and then also describe accounts of her life and her struggles with mental illness. Hold on, wait. A blog spot about fashion models? I had no idea she was writing about me. Blogspot was essentially Tumblr. There were pictures of me, a fashion model, on this website? Yeah, when you were just out of high school. Yes. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it always makes me so uncomfortable whenever there's silence on our podcast because it's so rare because it's almost never silence on our podcast. And normally means that there's like, it's just. Let's have a moment of silence for my fashion career. May she rest in peace. Nope. Shh. <laughs> Stop. Stop. You're talking during my fashion career. Yeah, my, you're ruining my fashion career that's already ruined. It was not ruined. It was just non-existent. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, in one post in January 2012, she posted about having a relapse uh, that caused, to, or caused her to withdraw from most of her classes in university. Uh, she worried how this would look on her transcript for continuing her studies and potentially grad school. Then in mid-2012, she abandoned that blog and moved to Tumblr, which consisted of very few, few posts about herself in her own words and all focusing on models and fashion. Oh, more about me? No, oh, yeah, it's just you. Uh, so prior to her disappearance, Elisa was checking in with her parents every day in uh, British Columbia. Uh, and then on January 31st of 2013, the day that she was supposed to check out of the Cecil Hotel, she did not contact them. So her parents were like, well, she's missing. So then they got on a plane, and they also contacted LAPD. LAPD. So and they were like, do, do, you, do you want us to beat her? Do, what do you want us to do her? here? Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, so then hotel staff who saw Lam that day said that she was alone. Uh, outside the hotel, a manager of a nearby bookstore was the only person who recalled seeing her that day. Uh, Katie Orphan, the manager, the manager of the bookstore, told CNN... Um, she was outgoing, very lively, very friendly while getting gifts to take home to her family. She was walking, uh, I'm sorry, she was talking about what books she was getting and, and whether or not she was going to, uh, whether or not it was getting to be too heavy for her to carry around as she traveled. Uh, police searched what they legally could search in the hotel because a lot of the hotel rooms you can't just like, hey, police, we're walking in this hotel room. Like, <laughs> hmm. uh, because they didn't have any like, there was no evidence Concrete of evidence there was no was gone. There, and also there was no evidence of foul play or any like oh I have it down here. Uh, so they searched Lamb's room. They had dogs go through the hallways of the building and even the rooftop, but they couldn't find her scent. The police sergeant at the time did state they couldn't search every room because they could only do that if they had probable cause and that a crime that a probable cause that a pri crime had been committed, but they had no evidence of anything. Um, so then on February 6th, a week after her disappearance, police began distributing flyers with their face on them throughout the neighborhood and online, which is when the media grabbed the, uh, the media attention grabbed onto the case. Uh, on February 15th, after another week with no sign of lamb, the LAPD released a video of the last known sightings of her, uh, of her taken, what, last sighting of, oh, last sighting of her taken in one of the Cecil Hotel's uh, um, elevators by video surveillance camera on February 1st. The video drew worldwide interest in the cause due to Lamb's strange behavior and has been extensively analyzed and discussed. Do we want to see the video now or after we discuss it? Or do I've you remember the video. video? Okay, well then I'm going to discuss the video. Okay. Uh, so in the clip, the camera at one of the elevator cab's rear corners looks down from the ceiling offering a view that's not just of its interior but the hallway outside A as little well. bit of the hallway. Just a little bit. Not like the entire thing. Um, it is somewhat granny, and the timestamp at the bottom is obscured, and at some points, Lamb's mouth is pixelized. Pixelated? Pixelized? Pixelated. Uh, at the start, Lamb enters, clad in a red zippered hoodie sweatshirt over a gray t-shirt with black shorts and sandals. She enters from the left and goes to the control panel, appears to select several floors, like watching her All do it. Them. She just kept on like going down, pushing every single one. But like in a weird bendy down. Yeah, like she was like... Mm -hmm. And like, it wasn't like a... 
hit them all and like something like that. She was like pushing each one as they like lit up uh, and then steps back to the corner. After a few seconds during which the door fails to close, she steps up to it, leans forward so her head is through the door, looks in both directions, and then quickly steps back in, backing up to the wall where it's like behind by the buttons, and then into the corner near the control panel. The doors remain open because they're broken. Uh, And then she walks... Uh, she walks to it again, stands in the doorway, leaning to the side, leaning on the side. Suddenly, she steps out into the hall, then to her side, back in, looking to the side, and then back out. But in like weird jerky motions. Yes. Uh, then, and the doors are not broken. They weren't closing. Yeah. They were malfunctioning. They were, but they did work before and after this event. Yes, correct. Uh, but uh, she then steps sideways again, and for a few seconds, she is mostly visible behind the wall uh, that she has her back to just outside. The doors, once again, remain open. Uh, her right arm can be seen going up to her head, and then she turns to re-enter the cab, putting both hands on the side of the door. She then goes to the control panel, presses many more buttons, uh, some more than once, and then returns to the wall she had just come into the elevator from, putting both hands over her ears again briefly as she walks back to the section of the wall she had been standing against before. The doors still remain open. Uh, She turns her head to the right and begins rubbing her forearms together, then waves her hands out to the sides and her palms flat and fingers outstretched. This part really freaked me out because they were like, I, I don't know, they just looked really like creepy to me. That she like had them all like stuck out and they were like flattened and just like long scraggly... It just looked really weird to me. Um, While also bowing forward slightly and then rocking gently. This all can be seen through the door, which remains open still. (laughs) This all is like a five-minute video. So the doors were open for like a solid five minutes without finally closing. After that, she backs the wall again and then walks away to the left out of the camera's view. Uh, And then finally... Out of the elevator, out to the left. Out to the left, exactly. So finally the doors close. Yes. After the the video is five minutes, and then the end of the video is the elevator actually going up. So but the, the like door... she walks out, and seconds later, elevator elevator close. finally close. Exactly. So what the fuck was keeping them open? People say ghosts. Yes, I know. <laughs> People say that she was possessed. The the ghosts were there. Like there was straight on like something keeping the door open. So the door was malfunctioning. But like, <laughs> bitch, what? Um, so. The video got posted widely and ended up reaching millions of people. Millions. Getting tens of thousands of commenters in just the first, like, ten days. Uh, they even posted it on one of the, like, Chinese um, uh, social media sites as well. And that one actually was the one that garnered a lot of attention. Uh, was it 4chan or 2chan? No, it was something with a Y. Let me go to it. I didn't copy it. Hmm. Elevator video... Time fan, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Weibo? Uh, Yuku. Yuku. Yeah, the Chinese video sharing site, Yuku. Yoku. Yoku. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that one was apparently, like, very popular there. And then it got criticized the fuck out of. Because people were like, uh, this is unsettling. And let all, let's also, like come up with a million theories so of course there were theories yep um that i tried to explain her actions one was that lamb was trying to get the elevator car to move in order to escape someone that was pursuing her others suggested that she might be under the influence of party drugs such as ecstasy or worse 
What? Oh. Oh, I'm I'm giving my opinion on all yeah. these. Um, even though, as we will find out, nothing was found. Uh, when the media discovered her bipolar disorder, there was a theory that she was having a psych uh, psychotic episode. And then other viewers also suggested that the video had been tampered with. Aside from the blurring of the timestamp, there was claims that parts of the video were slowed down and that there was a whole minute missing from the video. Uh, this could have been done simply to protect the identity of someone who otherwise would be in the video, but had little or nothing to do with the case, or to conceal evidence if Lambs's appearance and death had been the result of a criminal act. Now for the disgusting part. Oh, I know this part too. During the search, Lamb, uh, during the search for Lamb, guests at the hotel began complaining of low water pressure and that sometimes the water ran black for a few minutes before clearing up or that the water had an unusual taste to it. On the morning of February 19th, so three weeks after she was she originally disappeared, Lamb's body was found in one in one of four thousand gallon tanks providing water to guest rooms, a kitchen, and a coffee shop. The tank was drained and cut open since its maintenance hatch was too small to accommodate equipment needed to remove Lamb's body. Uh, on February 21st, the Los Angeles coroner's office issued a finding of accidental drowning uh, with with bipolar disorder as a significant factor. The full coroner's report released in June stated that Lamb's body had been found naked. Clothing similar to that that she was wearing in the elevator video was floating in the water coated with sand-like particulate. Uh, her watch and room key were also found with her. Lamb's body was moderately decomposed and bloated. It was mostly greenish with some marbling evident in the abdomen and skin separation uh, oh and skin separation was evident. Uh, there was no evidence of physical trauma, sexual assault or suicide. Toxicology tests incomplete because not enough of her blood was actually preserved, showing traces uh, the blood that they were able to get showed traces consistent with uh, prescription medication found among her belongings plus non-prescription drugs such as sinutab and ibuprofen. A very small quantity of alcohol, about 0.2 grams percent, uh, so a small amount, uh, was present, but no other recreational drugs. However, many people were, were now super invested due to the video circulating and said, well, we know how she died, but how did she get in there? <laughs> That's the real question. So doors and stairs that had access to the hotel's roof are locked, uh, with only staff having the passcodes and keys, and any attempt to force them would supposedly have triggered an alarm. Uh, however, the hotel's fire escape could have allowed her to bypass those security measures if she or someone uh, who might have accompanied her there had known. The video made by Chinese user after by a Chinese user a video made by a Chinese user after Lamb's death and posted to the internet showed that the hotel's roof was easily accessible via the fire escape and that two of the lids of the water tanks were actually open. Apart from the question of how she got on the roof, others asked if she could have gotten into the tank by herself. All four tanks are four foot by eight foot cylinders propped up on concrete blocks. There are no fixed access to them and hotel workers had to use a ladder to look at the water. They are protected by heavy lids that would be difficult to replace from within. Police dogs that searched through the hotel for lamb, even on the roof shortly after disappearance was noted, did not find any trace of her or her belongings. So if she was in the water tank, supposedly the police dogs should have been able to find her. Mm, I don't know about that. Okay. They don't know what she smells like, really. They and all by of then, her belongings in the hotel room. Well, yeah, but then she had started to decompose. You can de decompose quickly in water. They were searching in Los for her Angeles. right after that. You're in water in Los Angeles. So? 
So smells go away quickly and are replaced by worse ones. Okay. Uh, so theories about Lamb's behavior in the elevator video did not stop with her death. Some argued that she was attempting to hide from a pursuer, perhaps uh, someone ultimately responsible for her death, while others said that she was merely frustrated with the elevator's apparent malfunction. Some supporters of the theory that she was under the influence of illicit drugs are not convinced by the absence from the toxicology screen, suggesting that they might have broken down during the period of time her body composed in the tank, or that she might have taken rare cocktails of such drugs that a normal screen would not detect. Uh, the autopsy report and its conclusions have also been questioned. For instance, it does not say what the results of the rape kit and the fingernail kit were, even or even if they were processed. Uh, it also records subcutane subcutaneous pooling of blood in Lamb's anal area, which some observers suggested was a sign of sexual abuse. However, one pathologist has noted it could have resulted from bloating in uh, the course of the body's de decomposition, and her rectum was also prolapsed. Uh, so it's like, okay, her rectum was prolapsed from basically bloating, uh, and her body was decomposing, so like, there's blood just pooled in there. But only one pathologist said that. Not everyone who looked at this case. Mm -hmm. um, so even the coroner's pathologists, pathologists uh, appeared to, have, to be kind of... Wishy-washy. We're not sure about this uh, as to whether or not her death was actually accidental. Since her death, her Tumblr blog was updated, uh, presumably through Tumblr's queue option, which allows posts to automatically publish themselves when the user is away. Uh, her phone was not found either with her body, uh, with her body or in her, her hotel room, um, and it has been assumed that it might have been stolen sometime around her death. Uh, whether she continued updates to her blog, um, I'm sorry, whether the continued updates to her blog were facilitated by the theft of her phone, uh, the work of a hacker, or through the queue is not known, nor it is known whether the updates are related to her death. So in September, Lamb's parents filed a wrongful death suit, uh, claiming that the hotel failed to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other hotel guests and seeking unspecified damages and burial costs. Uh, the hotel argued it could not have reasonably foreseen that Lamb might have entered the water tanks and that it seemed uh, that it remained unknown how Lamb got into the water tank uh, and that no liability could be assigned for failing to prevent that. Uh, so in 2015, the suit was actually dismissed. Uh, can you imagine that, like, you just, like, don't receive any answers? Yep. <laughs> like, that breaks my heart. Um, so... Yeah. So then there's been several pop culture references since Lamb's death, specifically the first on how to get away with murder. Uh, I mean, there's been several others, but none of them were anything that we would have known. I um, would. Okay, sure. Um, the, the first season of How to Get Away with Murder that premiered in 2014, I believe, um, where a sorority house member, uh, a sor sorority house members complained of low pressure and then a maintenance man found a dead body in the water tank on the roof. Uh, and then also American Story Hotel. The yeah. American Horror Story Hotel was ba the writer Ryan Murphy based the entire thing off of her death, and then there was even references throughout the season to like this disappearance in the elevator, and like no one ever saw her after she left the elevator and stuff like that. So um, there was all these little droppings. Uh, so what do you think happened to her? Oh, well, I think that she had an underlying mental uh, mental illness mm -hmm. that was not properly assessed, mm -hmm. and my belief is probably schizophrenia mm -hmm. and she, i think that she was schizophrenic though looking yeah. at the video it looked very she schizophrenic to me out yeah in that elevator so either she was on drugs and the drugs did just decompose in the water and like we never got any tests from that um or 
she was schizophrenic or both and like her mm-hmm. taking these drugs on top of the four medications that she was already taking just like made a weird like thing Cocktail. but then it doesn't really explain how she this, got upstairs how first of all how she got upstairs and how she was able to get in the water tank and how she was able to close that lid or open it <laughs> Because, yeah. I mean, they didn't, the, the Chinese video did show, did say that there was two of the tanks that had the water lids already open, but it doesn't say whether or not the one that she was in was one of those. <laughs> I have to imagine that there's some way for somebody who's welding on one of those huge tanks to get in and out, and maybe they need to close the valve while they're in there. Yeah, but nowadays, I mean, this was a recent thing. Nowadays, there's so many, like, fail-safes for things like that, where it's like, if there's water in the tank, it's not going to close, or, you know, all these different things, you know? Yeah, but this is an old hotel. Yeah, so you still have to keep things up to code. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) No. You pay the right people, you don't. That's true. Uh, I think that she was schizophrenic. I think that she was having an episode in the elevator, and then maybe something, maybe paired with illicit drugs or narcotics. And I think that she got up there herself and managed to get in there and then couldn't get out. I think someone was involved. I just, yeah, I mean, it's a possibility, yes. But I think main, mainly it focuses on her having it like some sort of an episode. Oh, yeah. I opinion. think that it could have been a combination of both of them. I think that it was, she was having an episode and I think that someone might have, once she left the elevator, I think that there was a, a, a time lapse here that we didn't get to see. Because I don't think that... I'm not certain that her body was in that water tank when the police were investigating. Oh, no, I think or, it was. Or you think it was already in there? Uh-huh. I don't think it was in there. By the decomposition of it, I think it had to have been in there. The well, they time. started investigating right away. And it wasn't until February 6th that they started, like, putting flyers up. So if they had investigated the hotel already... Well, I'm sure they were not like, she's definitely on the roof. Yeah. They supposedly went out there. For maybe like a quick second. Yeah. Some sources that I saw and I couldn't, there was no substantial like actual pieces of this that I could grab onto. Some say that there were items of hers that were left outside of the water tank. I had heard that before that some, like her shoes were left outside. Yeah. Which would have led the dog to be able to smell this stuff. Yeah. And they didn't. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, there, there are a few things that our three podcasts will always like lay down the law and say this is important to us number one take care of your mental health always make sure it's happening mm-hmm. uh number two racism is not okay uh mm-hmm. number three attacking queens online big no-no mm-hmm. number four trust your gut and avoid children mm-hmm. uh number five eat pork and fuck your boyfriend mm-hmm. those are the five things that we will always put our fists down we, fist through we, and say uh, we lit a bush on fire and then that bush told us that, and mm-hmm. we subs- we subscribed it into stone tablets mm-hmm. and rolled it, wrote it, wrote it there. Mm-hmm. Then um, where am I going? A mountain. Where am I going? Mountain. I? We're top of the mountain. <laughs> read to people, and then we say, Cindy, this is Bones Girl. Cindy, this is Bones. <laughs> we we actually put them into Bones. Whoops. Um, Stop reading. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I don't remember you ever talking about the story. I did. Okay. Well, it was still a good story. So it's, anyone. It's very spoopy. It is. It's a spoopy story. So it just, and it's just like, there's just so many factors that are still like unknown and we'll never know. This is a, a we'll never, we'll never know. fucking know. Um, I still think that there was someone at the hotel. I think it was someone who worked at the hotel 
that was able to get Axe up there to put her in the water tank because they knew they could get her up there. So, I mean, even then, it may not even been, like, necessarily foul play at first. It could have just been, like, hey, I found this person, like, after I just got off my shift or I was on my shift and we went up to the roof to just go hang out. And then maybe she tripped and fell and, like, ended up being dead or, you know, or OD'd up there at that point. And then they were like, well, what do I do? And put her up in the water tank. So it could have been originally not foul play, but ended up being foul play. But I don't know. It's crazy. We'll never know. It's crazy. I'm just speculating wildly here. You really are. Uh, you know, I love my conspiracy theories. Hey. I love to grasp a thing. And then again, if it was a ghost or a demon, the demon could have just reached out and closed that water tank. Like, here we go. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Let's get in the water. Well, I've never <sighs> seen Hotel, but Lady Gaga's in there. And a bitch would follow Lady Gaga into a water tank. Please. This water <laughs> bath is nice and comfortable. No, it would be uh, 911 to Chromatica. Mm -hmm. Or Chromatica 2 to 911. Yeah. Boom. And then the door closes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah go, go. <laughs> Um Also, the fact that people were drinking her dead body. Yeah, that's gross. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, Ugh, people were like, oh, this water doesn't taste good. If the water doesn't taste good, don't fucking drink it. Also, who drinks the water from a tap in a hotel room? Uh, I don't do that. I do. Where else are you getting water, bitch? A bottle? Okay, but... Okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Thomas, tell him. I just drink water, okay? And I drink a lot of water. I drink water. I drink, water. I drink a lot of water, so going through those water bottles... I would go through a lot of water bottles. Water bottles. Water bottles. I think you should get your water from a... A creek. Just mm, look, 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 nice look. brown amoebas. Yeah, go down to the bayou. <laughs> this water is awfully glowy. This, for some reason, it's green. I just love this. Ooh, the grass. <laughs> I don't think that was grass, girl. I think it was Sneak. a tentacle. Snick. Snick. A little snick. Well, um, we got some drag race to watch. Do you want to go get to that? <laughs> yes, but we have to shout out some people oh, yeah, and we got to talk about our friends. Yes, and ourselves. <laughs> well, hey. We got a lot of things to talk about. Let me Let's... tell you about one of our sponsors. Okay, that first. Economy Works, a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of free plant, freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Oh, wait. Economy, economy Works. Economy Works. Yum! Yum. Um, but I also want to talk about our sister podcast. Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. And if you're following us on social media, you know that we're already partnered with Let's Talk About Gay Stuff for their Get Out the Vote campaign. Uh, because we are making sure that everyone here is registered to vote, ready to vote. And if they need a ride to vote, we'll fucking take them. We are so ready to get everyone to the polls. And we fucking mean it. Let's get there. Let's get out the vote. Let's make sure it happens. Let's go, America. Hey. And for our Canadian listeners, we know. We're working on We're it. We're working on it. We're doing our best. <laughs> We've fallen on our face. Blood down the nose. We're getting there. We're trucking right along. Someone's dragging us, but we're getting them. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, yes. But then we'll also want to talk about ourselves for a second. 
What about Do you ourselves? want to plug our actual podcast right now? Oh, well, sure, yeah. This is our spoopy podcast where you can get all of your murder mysteries, your urban legends, your uh, uh, conspiracy theories, aliens, things like that. So check us out, Our Spoopy Podcast on OurSpoopyPodcast.com, Our Spoopy Podcast on Instagram, Our Spoopy on Twitter, and Our Spoop on Facebook. No. Our Spoop on Facebook and Our Spoopy on Twitter. Yes. And if you want to send us an email, you can find us send at us out, an send us an email at OurSpoopyPodcast at gmail.com. Yes, correct. And the reason why I wanted to separate, put that out there is because we have now separated... Uh, we have divorced our podcast. Divorce our own podcast. So if you want to hear some more of Spencer and Chris and you want to hear them talk about some drag stuff, you should go over to our Ruby podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the things where you get your podcast. And it's our, our O-U-R space R-U dash P-Y podcast. Uh, I'm not going to spell that for you. You can figure that out. Podcast um, is... P-O-G-H-G-A-S-T. P-O-U-G-H. Podcast. Uh, no. Uh, but yes, because we have now separated those out so that you do not have all of the uh, drag stuff So all stuff our drag friends don't have to listen to spoopy stuff, and all of our spoopy friends don't have to listen to drag two stuff. queens talking about drag. Exactly. Uh, so just making sure that you've got that, and make sure that you're subscribed and ready to go for that, because we will also be dropping our social media soon, so ooh, get excited ooh. about that. Um... But yeah, um, do we have anything else? Do we Our anything? sister podcast, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. We didn't tell them where to find it. It's Let's oh, Talk sorry. About Gay Stuff at letstalkaboutgaystuff.com. That's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook and Instagram. And Talk Gay Stuff on, talk gay stuff on Twitter. You want to send them, send an, them email? an email? That's Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Why get so quiet? Because the air conditioner went off. Oh, I was like, um, Yes, I just got really excited about voting that I was like, we did it. Right now. <laughs> Go do it. <laughs> Gotta be Kamala. Mm -hmm. So Kamala. Yes, comma space law. The where my news source that I get all my news from was like pronounced comma law, and I'm like, I've been saying it wrong. Lol. Well, <laughs> I want to um, say words and then say comma law. Comma law. Mm -hmm. <laughs> law. Hey. Uh, well, I love that. Um, well, if you love this podcast, you should always go review us and let us know. Um, drop us an email. Send us an email. We're a five star um, review. And let it, yeah, I know. We're, we have five stars. Five stars. Yeah, because we don't have trolls that go on our page. Say Kendall's liberal. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, we just have friends that are like, I love their podcast. <laughs> Those two freaking queens. <laughs> Those little gay boys. Uh, yes, I love that. Um, but if you want to drop us a review, then do that. Uh, but in the meantime... Do it! Do, we dare just you. do it! Uh, but uh, also, I guess we got to go watch Drag Race now. So, so get, get spoopy, spoopy with it?